It's time for Done Being Single with your hosts, Trevor and Robbie Sharp. If you're dating the same type over and over again, making the same mistakes and not finding love, then you're not done being single. What you need is some tough love dating intervention, Trevor and Robbie style. Whether you're new to dating or have been dating forever, we've got you covered. Now, here are your hosts, Trevor and Robbie Sharp. All right. Thank you. Let's hear it. Let's hear it for, no, let's hear it for all the alpha females in the room. That's me. That's you. I guess you're the okay. one. Okay. And I am Alpha, and I'm going to kick your ass. Alpha. Just like that. Okay. So watch out. I am looking forward to Because I'm the that. boss. You are the boss. I'm the boss, and, and, and yet I don't always want to be the boss. And that's what makes me such a unique alpha specimen. And I am happy with you being the boss because I know that it's the more evolved man that allows his woman to have the power. Thank you. Finally. Because pussy has the power. Yes, we do. And thank you for finally acknowledging fin- it. I've always All acknowledged All the men that. out there in the world, I hope you're listening to Robbie Sharp. No, I've always acknowledged that. Thank oh. you. And it takes a man, as an as, uh, alpha male like you with a s- feminine side, to really understand and work with someone who, an alpha female, who, as I like to say, has a. I'm alpha, but I'm traditional. Can you be both? Quiet. Uh, I think you can, but it's. Uh, why shouldn't you be able to be both? That's evolving. Okay, so there's this um, relationship expert in in LA, or she's not just in LA, but she does seminars in LA, named Pat Allen. She wrote a book called Getting to I Do, which I read. And I, I got to give some props to Pat Allen because she got me to I do, not for many years after I've, I've had, I finished the book, though. But in the book, she makes um, an interesting um, theory. There's a theory she puts forth about feminine energy women, feminine energy men, masculine energy women, and masculine energy men, and how they all can get along and if what, how do you date someone? If you're masculine energy female, um, do two masculines cancel each other out? Do they? Is it a recipe for disaster? Do you need to find if you're if you're alpha and masculine energy female? Do you need to find a guy that's a little bit more on the sensitive side? Um, how does it work? How does it all? You know, mm, how does the chemist the, the alchem the alchemy work? when you're dealing with strong women, strong men, and, you know, give and take, the dance of it all. I like to say that I, excuse me for talking over you, or interrupting, I like to think I am a feminine energy female stuck in the body of a masculine energy female. Does that make sense? Uh, Okay. Because Because I'm, for the most part, I'm a strong, independent woman, okay, I'm assertive, but I am traditional. I am old-fashioned. You are a woman. And hear me roar. And I love all those aspects of you. And I think that's really important to be accommodating to every one of those when, if you become alpha, I can be sub, and I, if I 
become alpha, you can be sub. It's it's kind of it's the yin and yang and the give and take of our relationship. And I think that's a beautiful part of you know why we are compatible. Uh, you are not just one type all the time. I think right. that might be difficult. Although I will say I'm more um, trained in being uh, alpha, more alpha-esque, having been single for so long. And your upbringing. So yeah. kind of life, you know, made me this way. It, it kind of forced me to be, have to be my own little alpha female because, I mean, I'm really, I'm very sensitive on the inside, as you know. But, just, but there's, you, there's a hardcore outside that kind of gets well, yeah, you get yeah, there, yeah, and you know what Dr. Wing said, my very old yes, sage, I, wise and sage ac- Chinese acupuncturist. Share. He uh, said to me when I told him that I was engaged. This is a a, a fellow that I've worked with for a lot of on <clears throat> a lot of pain um, acupuncture. He's fantastic and he's very wise and he's Chinese and he doesn't speak much English but this is what he managed to, to say to me he said do I do it in the, chi- in the accent? No, no, that, just, just <laughs> okay. say it <clears throat> he said to me and he doesn't talk too much but he did say let the man be the man that's uh, coming from you know an acupuncturist that's uh, very important he, he, he knows you he, he got to know you and he realized that uh, you may have strong tendencies to be overpowering that way. And so he wanted to make sure that you were able to be soft around a man. And that's without even meeting me. Yes, because he knows that I'm very competitive and very um, hardwired to be, you know, an athlete. And I, that's when I would see him, when I would, you know, I'd go into him for injuries because I tend to beat the shit out of myself. And, um, and he said, just remember, let the man be the man. And that was such a precious piece of um, advice for me because um, I do let the man be the man, but I also, I am very confident in my abilities Can I relate a, a story, sorry, can yes. I relate a story about our first date? Yes. Where um, we, uh, we met at your, we physically met at your 50th birthday party and uh, we went out about two weeks later on our first date, I think it was. I was traveling, mm-hmm. came back, and uh, I had plans. I knew exactly what I wanted to do, and so I pick you up, and you know, I brought you flowers, and you know, it was a lovely, uh, you know, first encounter that way. And uh, we get in the car, and as soon as we get in the car, Trevor says, "Make a left." What? Make a left. We're, we're, and I said, "But we're going." No, no, we're going here. And I said, "But I had plan. No, no, no. We're going to go over here." So immediately, there was a a trust issue that Treva had to be in control of that first date. And it was a very fascinating moment for me to realize. And uh, that was... uh, I did because I... Well, two things. Number one, I am used to calling the shots. I am used to being in control. Right. I... um, and also, I you know, in case in case it was a bad date, I I didn't want to be too far from home, so there was that. But here's the bottom line: with I think at least I can only speak for this alpha female can only say that there are times, a lot of times, where I don't want to be alpha. I don't want to be in control every minute of the day, like, you know, in the sack. 
I don't want to be in control. I want you to be in control. Right on. So, um, and I don't mind that. I don't mind um, giving up power and control. And I, I, but I think that we're living in times where women really feel that and you know god bless them we've been given we've been given the green light to assert ourselves and i also don't mind you being in control in the sack so that, um, you know it's right well it's it's a given it's give and take it's re- advanced retreat it's yin and the yang it's you know it's it, it is all of that and you can't be too much of any one thing or else you you'll either be a ball breaker which is not attractive i mean there's a you know fine line between being an alpha female and a ball buster. That's know, not it, a, it's that's a, not It's a dance and we can both lead at different times and I think that we both can follow at different times and I think that's what helps create uh, a beautiful thing. My Robbie is such an alpha male, but he is—he's a cook and he cleans, and <laughs> he's such a good wife, and I love him so oh, much. Oh, gee, you know, you're—you're you're making yes, that's okay. So today we're gonna—we're gonna keep talking about this because there's so much to talk about. You haven't even mentioned Jamie, yeah. the the whole. Uh, yeah, I want to talk. Well, things, so yes, we're gonna—we're kind of getting. Uh, well, you know, the whole. This is what we're gonna talk about today. We are. How to date in a feminist world. How to do it. What if you're a man? How do you do this? How do you deal with strong, independent women without looking like a jerk or without looking weak? Um, there's an, another thing. Or that, without, without, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. See, there's my, my alphas going just, there. Sorry. Just go. Go. Okay, go okay. ahead. Let the man be the man. Last night, uh, we were watching On the Waterfront. It was on uh, TCM and... Uh, it's such a great film, uh, but it exemplified what the male-female uh, relationships were like in 1954. And there's a scene where Marlon Brando's character bangs on Eva Marie Saint's door, and she's in a nightgown inside, and, and he kind of breaks the door down and goes after her, and she says, go, get out, get out of here, or something. And he goes and kisses her. It was a very Neanderthal-type moment, and she fights him for a, a second and then acquiesces, and she's hugging and they're kissing. But that kind of, I'm looking at this kind of in horror today, thinking that you can't, you can't that's a no-no. You don't do that. That is something that, oh, how, I, how, does I, he, how do you get away with that? I love a Neanderthal. Oh. I mean, there's a time and place. I like that. I think women are hardwired to want to be, at times... That's an HR uh, nightmare. You can't. Uh, you cannot yeah, okay, be not manhandled, but, well, but okay. Am I just old-fashioned? I know well, I am. I am. I am. I am. I don't. I'm. I love that women can make the first move. I love that. It's about time. Without, I think. I think there is now we can do it without being uh, labeled brazen hussies. Okay. But I. I also like a man taking control as I said I don't think there's anything wrong with that I still I like to call no there's a big difference between being <laughs> okay so it, it, what was I saying you just made me forget uh, brazen you don't you like oh br- 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 brazen I like being okay 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 uh oh 
I lost. I lost my. Um, oh, there we go. Okay. Stop fiddling. With I'm the not controls. fiddling. Shush. Oh God! So oh. what I wanted is I'm gonna I'm gonna go alpha on you. All right. You don't watch out. Yeah. Okay. I was gonna say something about being a lady. Well, isn't that I special? like. I like having the door open for me. There are certain things I like. I am I am traditional like that. I am old school. As am I. Okay. Um, but I also appreciate that we can, as as females now, ask men out and call them up and initiate. And from what I'm reading, there are studies that show that that bear this out. That it is a new day. And I, I am speaking to the men out there. We're going to help you navigate this this new world of feminism. Well, it, it is a fine a line. World. It's a fine line for a man because uh, if the normal gender roles are played out, then the woman is waiting for the man to make the first move. If that has turned around and the woman makes the first move, how does a traditional man react to that? Is that something that a traditional man will be turned on to or turned off by? Because the woman is not thinking of necessary traditions. She's thinking, I like this person. I'm going to go up and say hi to him. And I love that. I think that's a bold move, and I have no, no issues with that whatsoever. I rarely remember that ever happening to me. Uh, so, But I think that it's a, it's sexy. It's attractive. It's, it is bold. And... Um, if uh, it happens to a man, it's a it's a wonderful thing. Is it bold, but is it a turnoff? Well, I think that role that gets defined at that introductory moment, uh, and that could be the dynamic of your relationship. And if the woman wants to make the first move, initiate the contact, and then retreats back to being a traditional woman, does is that a possibility, or does she continue? with the more alpha attitude in that relationship? And does that man who may have been a traditional alpha man, is he able to cope with not being that? And can he be okay not being that with a strong woman? So this is a little bit about what we're talking about. This brings up something that along what you're saying, okay? Because what happens if you are not only an alpha female, but you are the breadwinner or you make more money nowadays and, the, and you're strong and you, you pay for things and you meet guys that maybe not have as much as you. And then what happens when you meet a guy that doesn't make as much as you <clears throat> and he may be a slightly on the, the beta male side, you know, feminine side male or right and then you and then what happens when you get disappointed that they can't step up and be alpha enough for you and that I know that has occurred uh, with a few of my friends who are um, really strong independent females they make a good living and they end up meeting guys that just that because they don't make enough money there's a there's a power imbalance and then they get upset that well why isn't he being a man enough for me so how do you set the tone from the beginning how do you do that as if if 
in a situation like that? Well, I think that the the first date, if the woman is more aggressive and picks up that check, I think it's a real big mistake in the dynamic of that relationship, regardless of how much she makes or he doesn't make. I, I really feel that uh, that is something that would set the relationship off on an odd course. And I, I think that that would um, affect the male um, more possibly. Because if the man is okay with the woman picking up the check on a first date, on a first date, I think that that really sets a bad precedent for what's to follow. So but maybe the woman is more comfortable doing that and just that's the way she lives and she's fine with that. So, um, but that's just a, a you know a first date. I, I, it's it's rarely happened. I don't ever remember going out with somebody where uh, the, the woman was going to pick up the check or anything. So okay, so I have a letter that we got. Okay. Okay, along these lines, I'm going to read it. Okay, uh, hello, Trevin, Robbie. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, I lost my husband about two years ago after a 20 plus year marriage. Um, I've been dating a bit. In fact, I have met a guy I've been at, with whom I've been out with about seven times. Uh, our second date, we went for happy hour, and I paid. I read guys like a woman to pay. He said at the time he liked it when the woman pays. The last date, he barbecued at his place, and we French kissed. Hmm. This is how far along we are I love physically. French kisses. Yummy. So, so they're, they're moving slow. So date seven, they just have swap spit. That's it. Wow. Okay. Six days. <clears throat> wow. Okay. Excuse me. Uh, he texted me later and told me to ask him out. Told him I didn't feel comfortable doing that and I don't feel comfortable paying for dates. I never heard from him again. <laughs> the, my point is I work really hard to get ready for a date and I am cute, a good listener, calm and funny I like being around men early on in a relationship I want to be courted I think it is good for a man to have to work for it I want to feel special and that turns me on it makes me feel sexy and romantic I guess it also makes me feel he is confident with himself and is taking the lead it makes me feel safe when I feel when I pay I feel like I'm going out with a girlfriend and it really turns me off to call a guy and ask him out early on is embarrassing. Then I end up paying for then I end up paying for the date and wonder who will contact who next. If this pattern starts early on, I can't imagine what will happen in six months to a year when the butterflies and giggles have subsided. What say you, man? No, I um, God, that was a long email. Yeah. What the hell? Um, is this was that? That was a lot of information. Am but, I all wet about this? What is? Uh, okay. <laughs> well, the, the, what would you do? You're. Um, I get her point. I get it. She's a strong woman, and but she's, she's old-fashioned too. You have to find somebody that can accommodate all those aspects of you, as many as possible. You're not going to find anybody that you know compliments you 100. percent But these, whatever is important to her. She, and she's letting you know what, what is important, uh, you need to find somebody that can complement those parts. Is that just, is that is that all out the window? Is chivalry dead? Absolutely not. Of course, it it, it, it exists. You know that I, I've never let you get in my car without opening the door for you. 
You never let me get in your car. I wish I didn't let you get in your car. Period. But uh, that was. (laughs) But but, uh, yes, uh, no, you, right? Is that correct? Come on. No, no. You were a gentleman uh, from the word go. Oh, you were taught well. You were, and I appreciated that because I was taught early on to be what I saw a lady and I saw what. You know, even though my parents weren't together for very long, I my father was always a gentleman. My mother was a lady. I, I mean, I you know. want to feel. I want. I got just enough from watching her, watching him. I think I learned more from movies. I don't think I learned so much from my father, whom I love dearly, and is ninety-seven, and hopefully listening from Todos Santos, Mexico. But I. And it's no knock on him, but I don't remember him opening my mom's door too much. I think I learned more just from watching other men in the movies, and I just thought that was the right way to to be. It's not our imagination. There are, like I said, there are studies mm-hmm. that prove that we are in a new world, people. Okay, so for example, a new study interviewed hundreds of straight women under thirty. Okay, this is under thirty, and found that because I know that that older plus 40 plus into 50s it's a it's a different it's a generational thing but in this case it found that straight women under 30 found that more that the more they initiated the sexual encounter the more they enjoyed it which i think is so interesting because i wouldn't i i don't know if i would do that initiate when you're single uh, Why? I, it, no. I, I think you have to be obviously very comfortable with your partner and express it. You have to be communicative and know that uh, you are on safe in a, in a safe place that your partner is not going to judge you based on being aggressive sexually or wanting it when he may not even be thinking of it. I think it's a beautiful thing. And that is part of the give and take I, I love I love we're living in a women make the first move world I love that but how do you reconcile that with your old school some of your old school habits which which I find nothing wrong with because I think at the end of the day women are hardwired to be a certain way and so are men and I think that, and I've said this over and over again I think uh, the uh, the need, the desire or the instinct to pursue uh, and uh, be the aggressor is a is a very male primal urge, and I don't I. Okay, let's let's give. So some, okay, so let's can talk I, about. Yes, I, I want to get into some. You know, find I want to find out what you would do. Can if, I, yes. If the man. That you are interested in, let's say you're in a bar in a, in a real world situation, yes. are you able to uh, go up to somebody and how aggressive are you prepared to be? And regardless of whether this man is an alpha or whatever, it's you You have your sights set on somebody. Are you okay doing that? Do you feel comfortable? <sighs> you I don't know. Are. I'm, uh, you know, I've always just... I'm big on eye contact and a smile. I really think that's the ultimate icebreaker. And I think it it, it maintains a level of kind of, um, what's the word, Pro- not properness, but protocol. 
which I'm, I also am a big fan of between uh, male, men and women. I don't mind flashing a smile and making eye, eye contact. I think that is your calling. That's like a, that's your car, a calling card to say, hey, I'm open for business. Hi there. Uh, you know, maybe at the most I'd say, I, I, that, those are great shoes. You're, I don't know. Like <laughs> okay, that, that's I, an icebreaker. Wow. That's all right. Um, I'm trying to think. Yeah, fantastic if, shirt. If you came up to me at a bar and I, we had some eye contact and we were smiling and all of a sudden you saw me and you made the first move, I would be, um, you know, probably thrilled. Wow. That just saved 20 minutes of us looking at each other and uh, you just went for it. That's awesome. And then would you retreat to being demure? Yeah, and- that's the question. Or would you That's what continue I am being strong? And because regardless, yes. it doesn't matter the type I am that you are going to be. <laughs> <you're, yeah. laughs> Travis' headphone hair just went like. I just stood on just, it. My hair just stood on it. It was like Dolly Parton from 1973. <laughs> yeah. great. But that's the question. Um, that is, that's. Yes. So. Okay, so you, so a woman makes the first move at a bar and hi, how are you? Yeah. And then, um. Just is the tone set? Is that it? Is it then? Did, what next? What? Can you take the lead now? What if she retreats and lets you be the man? Well, th- I think that's a wonderful way for me to know she's not only interested in me, but she was so interested that she came up, broke the ice, and we're having a rapport. And then she—I hate to use—I don't want to say that retreats, but then she returns to who maybe she really is and you know because I think that most men are a little dense I think for the most part and they need to be prodded sometimes they need to be shown the way and given a a green light and a green light is not uh come talk to me it's I'm talking to you now so what are you going to do about it now it's now here you go Okay. On a silver platter, what are you going to do with it? Okay. So, so we have we have to go to a break in a, in, a, in about a minute. So okay, I just want to say, I want to I want to um, reference this study. Okay, there is an online dating study that found that more men are actually into women leading the courtship dance nowadays, while only twenty nine percent of women in the survey initiate getting a guy's number and go, or going in for a kiss. Ninety five percent of men surveyed said they wish they would. Hmm. Okay. I get it. It's tough being a guy. Rejection sucks. So for everybody out there, we have got an incredible get for our guest today. Yes. And uh, we are going to go to a break and but tell everybody who to. We've got, um, oh man, she's a multi-hyphenate, I want to say sex expert, girl no. boss. Okay, no. no, we're, no she's, she's not here. Oh, she's That's not here? not the one. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Okay. She, well, Maybe she, she is too. She's great. <laughs> Maybe yeah. Alex is, but okay. okay. No. <laughs> All right. So um, first guest. Yes. The only guest right now, Alex, I think. Yes. Alex Williamson. Yes. From Bumble. Yes. And um, she's a sex, who knows? She's sex expert well, and girl boss. And she is, uh, we're going to talk to her. She's going to tell us all about uh, the online dating version of Women Making the First Move, which is Bumble, which is huge and a fantastic, fantastic service. Yes. Um, So timely and so fantastic for women to assert themselves. So we are going to go to a break and then come back with Alex Williamson. 
And now back to done being single with married couple and dating ass kickers, Trevor and Robbie Sharp. Okay, we are back, and uh, we have uh, quite a guest on right now. Uh, welcome, Alex Williamson, um, who from Bumble, and I want to tell you a little bit about Alex. She uh, began managing social media. She's the uh, head of brand, by the way. Uh, She began managing social media for Bumble in October 2014 and worked her way into her current position with an unwavering passion for the company's mission and a strong belief in the brand. Alex helps empower Bumble users and brings Bumble CEO and founder Whitney Wolf Hurd's innovative ideas to life. Alex communicates this vision with the Bumble community through voice, content, social media, and customer service. Welcome, Alex. Welcome, Alex. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm so happy to be on. Thank you for being on. Uh, I don't know if you were able to hear the first uh, part of our show, but uh, a lot of this has to do with um, the women being the aggressor in uh, initiating contact with a man, uh, and we're talking about usually in a physical space like a bar or a place, but obviously uh, Bumble is that uh, uh, online, and uh, we're fascinated by this. So, um, Alex, why don't you uh, tell our audience, I mean, I'm sure everybody knows what Bumble is, but break it down for them. Absolutely. So we launched Bumble nearing four years ago. The whole idea behind it was giving women the opportunity to make the first move in heteronormative relationships and really empowering those connections in a meaningful way. What we found by putting women in the driver's seat and giving them that extra nudge to make the first move, our users treat each other with much more respect and kindness. Um, and it's, you know, it's funny, in the beginning when we first launched, everybody was saying that this would never happen. Um, that this app would never be successful because there was no chance women would ever make the first move. And we've hit, we have 36 million users um, oh and gosh. over 36 million users and over half a billion times that women have made the first move on our platform. Um, and since launch in, in March of 2016, we launched Bumble BFF, which is connecting people through friendship. And we launched Bumble Biz in October of of this past year, 2017, which is connecting people through business. And on Bumble Biz, women have to make the first move as well. Wow. That's uh, a different world. Yes. It really is. Uh, And I, I, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I I was going to say, it is a different world. But what we found is that it, it creates a kinder, more respectful world when you level the playing field. Um, and so everything that, that we do as a company, we do to build out an infrastructure where people are held accountable for their actions and treat each other with kindness. We ban shirtless bathroom mirror selfies. Um, we've banned hate speech from our platform. We've banned um, glorifying gun use on our platform. We really have tried to create an environment where people are encouraged um, and challenged to treat each other in a better way. Okay. So... For those that have been married for four years and out of the dating scene, at least, it's a free site. Is that correct? It's a free site. And we do have a subscription model called Bumble Boost. Um, but it's very convenient for people who have a very busy schedules. Um, and if you are married in a relationship or you're just doing you and you're not wanting to date at the moment, you can actually deactivate Bumble dates from your Bumble platform. And it's timestamped so that... Uh, you know, you can hold your significant other accountable for not being on the dating side. 
<laughs> okay. So, <laughs> all right, I'm, I'm sure you have some analytics to back up, you know, the, the data that is being accumulated on the site. For men, I guess they enjoy having an, a, a woman pick them. And how does that affect the dynamic in a relationship? you think? Absolutely. So we have, a, a, which is unheard of for dating apps in general, we have a, a pretty even split between men and women on our platform. Um, and actually what's so great about the Bumble platform is that we have built this out to be a relationship app. So 90% of our users, as we've surveyed and done our research, are actually looking for meaningful relationships. Um, and, you know, so we're, we're taking, breaking down that stereotype that dating apps are, you know, typically hookup sites. Um, but what we're finding is that when when a woman makes the first move, a man doesn't need to peacock as much. So there's that whole idea that men are having to be aggressive because they're vying for a woman's attention. And then once they actually, once you flip the script and put a woman in control, a man is able to sit back and relax for the first time in these heteronormative relationships and to have the opportunity to have a woman in control. And what we're finding um, is that women are beginning to, you know, also see what it's like for men to constantly be making the first move. I mean, we live in a society where women are told that they can be the CEO, they can travel the world, but historically women have been told to sit on their hands and wait for a man to make the first move, and we find that to be antiquated, and that's what we wanted to change. And we have so many successful relationships and, uh, that, that have come out of our, and, and success stories that have come out of Stumble, and um, it's just been so exciting to see the change take place. And I think that one of my favorite things to hear, because we get multiple success stories every single day, as you can imagine, um, we really are trying to end misogyny and toxic and abusive relationships. And oftentimes we hear stories of um, people who were, have been historically in um, toxic or abusive relationships and have found healthy, happy relationships through Bumble. That is wonderful. That's yeah, I also so think it somehow addresses the whole, um, you know, guys being jerks or horny dogs and just, you know, it feels a little bit more um, genuine, it, this the dyna- this with this dynamic, uh, where it feels like, um, you know what I'm saying, that men are actually, no. when, when a woman is able to, I mean, in a way, I kind of, you guys are doing something so interesting because you're sort of straddling both worlds in that yes women make the first move but the men are also making a choice to contact that woman and there's there's that kind of old-fashioned part of it that I I like that still um, a guy can say you know introduce himself it's it's very gentlemanly like it's very proper and then it's the ball is in the woman's court so it yeah, it, it, it does it does serve two masters in a way. Of course, and and the woman makes the first move in 24 hours, and the man has to reply in 24 hours. So we are you know cognizant of the fact that there's nothing worse than than reaching out to somebody and not getting a response from them. Um, and and that's something that we really wanted to implement from the beginning as well. So both people are held accountable for their actions. And you know when you talk about. Um, women in dating typically, and, and I've seen this time and time again with not only our users, but my friends, that you find that women are almost forced to give their power over in a, in a relationship dynamic immediately because you're waiting for a man to make the first move. You're waiting for that validation. And when you give a woman the opportunity to make the first move, 
it actually empowers her, gives her control in the relationship, and helps her stay true to her own sense of self. You, and I, you, a lot of times in dating, you know, when that power imbalance happens, it, it, it creates insecurity and it just it, it creates an unfair imbalance in the, in the relationship. Do you find that some of the men that are uh, traditionalists are okay with this, but does the roles, do the roles turn back on when, uh, or back around uh, after the initial contact? I mean, of course, people can use Bumble however they want to in terms of, of the moving forward in the relationship. But what is nice about it, it's, it's validating for a man to have a woman make the first move and to know that she's interested. It actually it creates confidence in both I, sides and both parties. And, um, and we find that men are, find it extremely complimentary when a woman makes the first move. Um, and it actually prompts the, the relationship to move forward. Because um, there's none of that second guessing, there's none of that uncertainty. It's immediately knowing that somebody is interested and in, in talking with you, which is different than most most sites, most just dating in general. There's nothing, you know. I think that what we we find with men too, it's that conversation around how hard it is to go up to a group of like a table of women out at a bar um, or in a restaurant, and and that uncomfortable feeling of if you're a shy guy and you're just a good guy who doesn't, you know, maybe it's not in in your nature or your makeup to be the aggressor, it gives men an opportunity who are more shy and reserved to find a match. Point well made, Alex. That's why this is such a great concept uh, on, for online dating. It just hits on every popular. hits every level. So we have a caller. We have a caller. So let's uh, bring our caller on and see if they have a question for Alex. Caller, are you there? If you're talking to Rick, that, uh, yes, I am. <laughs> Hello, Rick. How are you? I am fine, thanks. Uh, it's so nice to be on the air here. I've, I've, uh, I've been a longtime fan of uh, Trevor's. Uh, she beats me regularly at Scrabble. And um, oh uh, so I'm, I'm very, very, uh, I have a lot of respect for her and uh, what she's trying to do. Um, and, of Thank course, you. this, uh, oh, I really was interested in this particular a session today because of um, the subject matter, uh, dating and sex. I don't do a lot of dating, but, uh, well, I don't have, get that much sex either, but I'm interested in both, and um, so I'm very interested in the whole concept of, of Bumble. I don't use it, um, just mostly because I just don't date that much, but um, I certainly like the concept. I, I agree that it's kind of helping to empower women, and I think that's always a good thing. Um, my my one of my keen interests lately has been uh, the whole Me Too movement and the effect on dating. Because even though I don't date that much, I found it to be a very um, difficult subject to get my head around. Because I think it's extremely profound, and uh, you know we're just beginning to mine the possibilities of what it really means. And so I'm wondering, uh, from the point of view of Bumble and I guess just life in general. Um, how how do you see it? Uh, how do you see the Me Too movement affecting uh, dating, especially you know the, the 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 magic of bringing people together in the first place, like Bumble does, um, and um, uh, uh, the relationship that comes off comes along after that. that. I'd really like to know your your thoughts on that. Absolutely, Rick. That's a great question. And, you know, you not being on Bumble, I would just like to take a moment to invite you to join our platform. 
Um, but, yeah, <laughs> me, the, the Me Too movement, I think, and Time's Up have been phenomenal in terms of the, the open dialogue and conversation that's taking place right now culturally. Um, I think what we have found is that it's, you know, these are difficult conversations to have, and instead of creating divisiveness, how can we then bring people together in a more kind and thoughtful way? And what we encourage our users to do is, is to have open, honest conversations uh, with transparency and consent is very important and respect. And it's, you know, we actually internally, and I think this is a good rule of thumb for, you know, in, in terms of dating and dating in a respectful way where uh, people are being treated uh, fairly, it's following the platinum rule. Uh, you know, we all learned the golden rule when we were kids. The platinum rule is to treat others as, as they would want to be treated. Um, and I think that mm -hmm. that holds true with relationships. And I think that, you know, a lot of the conversation around the Me Too movement has been that men are afraid. Um, they're afraid of, of what is taking place and they're afraid that they're going to misbehave with women. But really it just comes down to being kind and respectful and being a thoughtful, you know, member of society. And I think that that's really the, the pillars to move by as we move into dating. So, uh, yeah, that makes a lot of sense to me. I, I think men have been uh, very afraid, and of the, of the men I know, they, uh, they seem to be giving it a lot of thought. I mean, I, I think they're taking it seriously. Which is incredible. I, I, yeah. yeah I, I can't say that's true across the spectrum of people out there, but at least of, of the people I know, uh, I think they, they're taking it real seriously and, and really trying to like, look at what it really means. For me, it's like, here's an opportunity for men to evolve. You know, if they want yes. to take it. There's an opportunity for all of us to evolve. This is an opportunity for women yeah. to feel heard and validated and like yeah. they aren't alone anymore. Um, you don't have to be quiet about things that have taken place. And I think that there's, this is a moment for everybody to really practice vulnerability um, and to come together and have these difficult conversations. Uh, Rick, yeah. can I ask you a question? You say you don't date that much. Is there a reason why? Um, you know, not particularly. Um, I, I, I go out with a lot of women. Uh, a lot of times we don't call them dates. We call them adventures. Um, uh, I, I, maybe it's because I grew up with four sisters. Um, really, my best friends have always been women. And so I hang out with women all the time. I, I, most of the time I wouldn't call it dating. Sometimes we call it adventures. And then every once in a while, I mean, I've been married a couple of times. And, you know, I've been in long-term relationships. So it's not that I, I don't expect that of myself. It's just that um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be 65 on my next birthday, and I'm definitely starting to look at things differently. I, I don't care about marriage anymore, and it's not that I think there's anything wrong with it. I just I don't, I don't particularly feel like I need to be married. Uh, there are, there's, there's a big world out there that I'm learning how to explore, especially sexually, that um, I didn't even know about 15 years ago. And so I, I think I'm just having fun, and um, the, when I do go out on a date with women, it's usually somebody I've known for a while and gotten to know, and when I, when I come, become comfortable enough mm. with somebody that I, that I know them, I know what they're interested in, and that it's sincere, then I feel like I could actually ask them out, hey, well, let's go do this. This would be a lot of fun, you know, that kind of thing. So um, that, that's kind of how I approach it these days. Okay. Well, Rick, since you gave away your really age, um, another survey um, uh, includes <laughs> people of Rick's age. Um, another survey of older people found out that 
some 4,000 men over 50, of those 4,000 men, 90% thought a woman should make the first move. And I'm curious, I'm going to speak to the two men here, you guys. Does that, does that, um, if a woman made the first, okay, are we talking sexually, I guess? Oh, let's talk sexually then. Well, that's, that's after the first move okay. already. So the first move has to be the initial contact, does that, I think. Okay. Unless you're at an orgy somewhere and uh, she just comes, uh, okay. I don't know. Okay, so uh, what do you guys make of that? A woman who makes the first uh, move. Rick, well, we go all ahead. refer to you. <laughs> uh, I, oh, we're both referring to each other. Uh, I, I'm all for it. Make that first move. Absolutely. Show me you're interested. Mm-hmm. But whether does that, it's initial does that, contact or sexually, that's that's a beautiful thing. And then let us, you know. But does that kind of remove the, the the you know the chase for you? Does that remove some kind of if it, it's too easy or I, it's? I think it does remove a little bit of the chase. But let's cut to the chase at that point and, you know, be done with that part and go on to the next level. That's a beautiful thing. We don't have to yeah, yeah. the chase. Okay, and have you guys I, I, ever – oh, sorry, Rick, go ahead. Dating, is, compliment, uh, dating is, is complicated enough as it is. <laughs> yes, <laughs> true, correct. True that, true that. Uh, I totally agree with Robbie. The first move is not, the, is not a sexual move. It's, a, it's the move to make contact, right? It's, it's the first hello. It's the, 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 the clever – quit down the bar at the girl sitting staring at her beer or whatever you know it's like that's the first contact and after that you have to decide whether it's something you want to chase or not personally i love it if the girl is the one who who invites me into the conversation or or, or touches me on the shoulder and says oh excuse me can you know can i get your help with something or i love it when when that happens makes me feel uh very manly actually because if a woman is going to come up to me and say hello well Victor, i must be quite a guy you know, so I, I, I like it. I, I think it's it's it's, it's always um, it's always welcome to me, and um, and I'm not shy about making the first move with women if I'm interested in, and and you know want to get to know them better. So it's not it's not like it's something I try try to avoid. It's just uh, what a nice relief it is when somebody right. comes up to you, a woman comes kind up of, to you and says, oh, "I would like to uh, you know like to join you." <laughs> takes the guess, it takes the guesswork You just hit the nail on the head. When a woman makes the first move, we're finding that men find it to be a relief. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I actually, we find to... that women who are... Oh, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. You, no, you, go, ahead, go ahead, I was going to say, actually, in our studies, we found that women who are 40-plus are extremely confident and eager to make the first move. So you should get on Bumble. <laughs> yeah, right. Future Bumble user. I think I heard right Robert Redford say once that he didn't find women interesting till after they're, till they're, until they're over 40. Um, and I would say that's more and more obvious to me, that it's the life experience more than the, the, the wrinkle-free experience. <laughs> right? That, that I Everybody find, especially at my age. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it is. Totally. I think people absolutely. become more beautiful and unique the more life experience they do have. Yeah, and, and I think beautiful is the right word because there's pretty, right? And then there's beautiful. Beautiful is a, like a, a total being. Mm-hmm. You know, you can radiate beauty uh, through your smile. You don't have to be particularly good looking. You can radiate beauty through your attitude, and you don't necessarily have to be good looking, but people will respond to that beauty. Right, because it's such it's great energy, um, and that's way more important than just being pretty. 
And I, I mean, I love Brittany, but it's like, give me beautiful, give me life experience, give me something with a little bit of depth. I'm, like I said, I'm almost 65. I don't need to, you know, chase Ladies, girls. Rick is single. Where Rick, are you? Ladies, <laughs> ladies, if you're listening, Rick here. Rick, what part of the country do you, do you live in? I live in the western part of the country, over here by the Pacific Ocean, at uh, at, at Ocean and, and Montana. Okay, wow. <laughs> well, See, if, you, if you were on Bumble right now, all the chicks could find you because I think it's um, yeah, Alex. Yeah. Is it location? Is it like um, GPS? GPS centric. Yes, yes. thank you. It's, it's location based. Yes, it is. Oh, uh, well, we, so we only have a couple of minutes left. Yes, perfect. All the women on the Pacific Ocean need to get on Bumble date and meet Rick. Exactly. Alex, just so you know, most of my friends um, are on Bumble and they love it. It is I a love hearing that. We, it has been a, it has been a lifesaver. Uh, yeah, we really, created this yes. platform for it's wor- it's for working. Just FYI, friends, it's working honestly, out really to well. have safe and great relationships. Safety was at the helm of it, and um, we wanted to create a an environment where people felt comfortable being themselves and and dating. It sounds so exciting. Well, I kind I of almost of prison, want to be single that. just so I can experience it. I'm kidding, uh, no, honey. No, I am that's, kidding. No, you are done being kidding, single. Kidding. You are done being right. single. Okay. Right. So, but you know, okay, I just speaking want, of done being yes, single, we are we have done, a minute left in our right, show, but so we want to thank here's what, Alex. Here's the takeaway. Um, I just want to say what I think is the, ultimately at the end of the day, men like to hunt and women like to be pursued. And uh, I think in between there is magic and Bumble is kind of bridging the, the, the two sides. And, and we're living in a time where we have to respect each other's needs and impulses and be able to move with the times. Okay. Correct? Yes. But okay. Yeah. Alex, Me too. thank you so much. Rick, thanks for the call. But Alex, really, thank you. It's such a pleasure to have you on. Uh, really an honor to have you on on our show. Uh, this is uh, thanks, quite everybody. a guest. Thank you. All right. And, um, uh, thank you so much. It was great to be here. I really appreciate you all inviting yeah. me on. Absolutely. So. And uh, if you're not on Bumble and you're single, please go ahead Get and join. It, it's, it's a happening site. It kind of is. All right. Anything and that is her? us. That's it for today. Next week is The Love Master. Okay, we are, that's right. We are, you are going to get mastered in love by the love master, Craig Shoemaker, stand-up awesome. comedian, actor, fantastic, funny guy. Um, so be sure you tune in. And thanks, everybody. We are Bye, done everybody. being single. Hopefully you are, Have too. Have a great week. Have a great week. Bye-bye. See you next week on Done Being Single. 